Hello, and welcome back to Finger Guns with Tony, Dave, and James. I am your diabolical co-host, Dave Baldwin, and here I am with... Tony B. And... All Hallows Eve, Jimmy. That's Spooky Jimmy? What the fuck? What happened to Spooky Jimmy? I guess we can bring back Spooky Jimmy. Spooky Jimmy never dies. <laughs> you can you can be All Hallows Eve, Jimmy. Thank you. Considering Tony didn't even pick something. Tony so B. I, I just like being Tony B. If you just like something, you just 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 you know, it's, if it's not broke, don't fix it. All right, well, Tony. I, mean, I don't know if I don't know broke? if we're, Yeah, I don't know if we're going to define you as being not broke. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm just I'm just held together by uh, unicorn farts and uh, hopes and dreams. Yeah, man. <laughs> As we all are, act accordingly. (laughs) At least you know. At least you know. Anyways, um, we're still in the middle of October. We're recording this episode a little early um, because we're going to be uh, on the beach by the time you uh, listen to this, by the time it goes live, uh, celebrating Tony's second annual uh, wedding spectacular yeah. <laughs> he's renewal married. of our wedding vows thank he's you very much married no, to the no. love of his life the, again the official ceremony for the non-legal wedding yes yes the yes. legal wedding happened this is now the official ceremony i'm just gonna write off your legal wedding <laughs> ceremony as not official it was just something that i had to witness this is this is the wedding <laughs> that uh that you were uh, aiming for yeah. back when you proposed yeah. to her back in the, the before times. In the before times, but before for, all times. Of, for all of the people listening, yes, they can all uh, they can all suck it because we are literally laying on a beach as you listen to this, or we won't getting ready, be laying, we'll getting be ready for Tony's wedding. Yeah. Oh no, we'll be we'll we'll be drunk. Well, no, because it's gonna come out Tuesday morning. So yeah, we might be laying on a beach. I'm probably going to be sleeping in a bathtub. That's fair. I, I, I can tell you where both of you guys are because we made the schedule officially. Oh, so. Well, I don't have that yet. So <laughs> for right now, I don't, you know what? Tony, it's Schrodinger's wedding it. day. I don't fucking know yeah. what I'm doing. Well, you know what? You know what? Yeah. Yeah. I don't really have a rebuttal to that. That's so uh, let's move on. Good. All right. All right. So happy wedding to Tony. Yes. Hey, congratulations. Um, Congratulations. A A cheers, if you will. Yes. If you will it, there is no dream. (laughs) (laughs) V.I. Lennon. (laughs) Vladimir. What what what's the I don't know. Vladimir Uh, Vladimir Ilyanov. Ilyanov or something. Yeah. I don't know. What the fuck is Lennon's full name? That's something I really want to type in my search bar. (laughs) Lennon's already getting off topic with Lebowski references. <laughs> Vladimir Ilyich Ulyanov. There you go. There you go. V.I. Lennon. V.I. Lennon. Thank you, Walter. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we're still in October, so we've still been watching some spooky movies. Spooky, sorry, sorry, sorry. Spooky, spooky movies. Yeah. But uh, we just want to do a quick run through of some of uh, the other random titles we've been watching because a couple of embargoes have ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, so first up, Tony and I watched the Netflix film "The Luckiest Girl in the World." Ooh, yes. 
Yes, and it stars Mila Kunis. Oh, yeah. Did I say it? Did I, 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 Mila, oh, I think you I, said sorry. I'm sorry. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's. Okay. Let's start. Hmm. I said the wrong the wrong title. Oh. So me and Tony both saw luck or both watched Luckiest Girl Alive, which hit Netflix a couple weeks ago. It stars Mila Kunis. It's based on a book and it's about a young woman um, who's on the rise in as a journalist. And uh, she's kind of haunted by her past where she was involved in a school shooting and they. um, They kind of blame her for part of it because she hasn't really talked about it before. And it kind of just uh, she's one of the she's one of the only people that uh, survived. No, not 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 just only survived, but like a lot of people that there was like a big event that happens and like everyone like gives their side of the story and she's the only one who doesn't say anything. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. So everyone's assuming that she was part of it because she's not, she's not saying anything. Right. Right. And her, her friends are the ones who were uh, involved in it. Right. Yeah. So it's uh, the, the novel was written by Jessica Knoll, and then she did the uh, the script as well. Okay, for the film. For the film. So um, I think it. I think it's uh, as Tony pointed out before we started this podcast um, or this episode, we're two cis straight white men talking about this film, and um, we. I don't want to get into too much of it, but. There's some graphic rape scenes and Ooh. there's some graphic violence Oof. and the whole high school shooting thing. So the, it's a little, it's, yeah, the, it, it's, it's, it, it it's kind of icky. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's very, like, it's very in your, it's very in your face. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's very icky. So in that respect, you know, there's not really much of a trigger warning at the beginning so much as there is during the credits, which you've obviously gone too far at that point. Yeah. And yeah. I don't really know how to feel about trigger warnings to start with. Um, but it's a lot to take in. And it definitely caught me off guard as I watched it on like a Thursday afternoon. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. We yeah, like, kinda... we, we watched it on like a Sunday, a Sunday afternoon as well. And like, it's, it's definitely not the kind of movie that you watch on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, it hits you pretty hard. And yeah. to that point, I think Mila Kunis is very good in it. She has, it's, it's a deep and dark role. She does a lot of narration, which is kind of comical and kind of serious. And like, I didn't think of Meg Griffin, but at the same time, I know it's very easy to think Meg Griffin. Right. She's narrating. That's what kept throwing me off too. Right. Because like, I know that she was trying to do something different and it is a different role for her. It's just the, the, the voiceover was a little bit distracting because like you're, you're thinking Meg Griffin. The whole time. Yeah. And that's yeah. no fault. And that's no fault of hers. It's just, it's just something that you're accustomed to. Yeah. It's hard right? to separate that. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to separate, but she's very good in it. And the writing is very good. I've never read the book, so I can't compare it. But at the same time, I think there's a little too much narration. And I also think the book's been a little too streamlined 
there's certain sections where I just kind of just like, oh, okay, we just jumped ahead type thing. Like, I feel like there should have been, maybe there should have been like, instead of going from A to C, maybe there should have been a little more B in the middle. Yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, but, but to that point, whether the book, whether it's based on a book or not, I think we, I don't think we really need to start getting into the realm of showing high school shootings. Yeah. That's that, that, that's another thing. Yeah. They, like they, they kind of glorify it a little bit and then like they, we like it's what they horrifying and it's, hor- it's, hor- it's definitely horrifying. And like what you said, I don't think we need to start making movies about this where we actually show it happen. Like, I think that's just something that should be left to the imagination and we don't need to see it. Yeah. What was that? Um, another movie that came out last year the fallout this year yes that um our girl jenna ortega yeah i i was okay with the like you knew it was a school shooting but it wasn't like you weren't watching it happen yeah, yeah. you were following one character as they tried to hide from it you knew it was happening but you weren't watching like the graphic intense violence of it you were kind of sitting with like how it feels for someone who's in that situation so yeah I feel like yeah. that's that's an angle that is fine, but I don't it, yeah. it's more effective, mm-hmm. I feel, and it's not as glorified to Tony's point. Like there's a certain part in the, the shooting like they that they definitely would have needed to show because it's integral to the rest of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know if you needed the rest. Right. I don't know if you needed the rest. But again, I haven't read the book and you know there's also some brutal gang rape scenes, which, you know, I don't know if we needed those either, but it's very unflinching and it definitely leaves a mark. And I thought she was great. And yeah, it's very adult role for her. Very like, like when you think of her, very mature, very mature role. Like she's not like the happy go lucky girl in this, right? Like it's a very, it's 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 a new it's a new angle for her right right got it yeah. and she but, does and she does great yeah i respect her for that and she definitely she's a producer on the project so she obviously is very passionate about it but yeah, yeah i yeah. thought she's I think, going at, that, that's what i wanted to say she's going out of her comfort zone mm. yes she's definitely out of her out of her bo- her her box yeah 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 but it's it, it's icky and yeah it's very unsettling and leaves it definitely leaves caught a, me off guard yeah exactly sure. and it, le- it leaves a mark like it's talking about it now i'm just reliving read re- it's it's going on in your head it 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 leaves a lasting impression for sure yeah yeah another film i got to watch recently that was a little more spooky and or spooky mm. and uh had its embargo end recently was a film called the loneliest boy in the world mm, so this yeah. one came out in limited release last uh, on the 14th, I believe. And now it's on demand. Nice. Um, it's about uh, a young boy um, who uh, he watches his mom die, which is, you oh, know, Jesus horrifying. And he goes, he ends up in a mental institution. He comes out and he has kind of like a finite timeline of, reintegrating into society type thing and they're like and like he needs to find friends 
So he digs up some bodies and then he has friends. Oh, and All somewhere right. along the line, I'm, in th- I'm, I'm into this <laughs> somewhere <laughs> along the line. They, uh, they come alive and they create a, mo- like maybe a postmodern family. And, uh, still with me. I'm still in hilarity mm-hmm. ensues. All right. Great. Yeah, Cause they're not, they're not quite zombies so much as they are just an reanimated dead. Mm. <laughs> Okay. okay. So, and like they're decomposing. Right. There's like some, there's some pretty solid, um, there's some pretty solid makeup work here and cool. uh, some inventive uh, production design. It's very, like his house is very pink. Hmm. So, it, and it's, it's an interesting angle on the whole like coming of age film. Yeah. But the issue I have with it is it's supposed to be a comedy but it's not very funny Ooh, and it's kind of that kind of like it's an american film but it it feels like it should have been a british film you know uh, how you have like like that like when you do a an american comedy versus a british comedy like it felt like a british comedy but it was made by americans so oh. very dry humor yeah that doesn't always land because they're not using the same inflection or mm. dialect okay so it's That's... entertaining enough and it is short-lived there's a couple of questions i had at the end where i was kind of like but um okay and then but besides that like everyone's pretty good in it the only real thing i hated was the cgi dog that looks like total shit compared to like people decomposing or like there's an effect i'm sure it's very easy to capture but like the guy's smoking a cigar and the smoke is coming out of his cheek right like that's just a cool effect yeah for sure but it was all it's very old school like like it's not all cgi so i was very appreciative of that and and the look and yeah i think it could have been a little funnier yeah but uh it was entertaining enough yeah it just it's it's too bad for a uh a film that's supposed to be a comedy though because it's kind of like it's if that's its whole thing and it's not that yeah it was just a very strange tone yeah toned film so that said tony you saw another one that was embargoed and the embargo is up which one was it from our good friends at shutter Mm mm-hmm Props to Shutter. Props to Shutter. Thank you very much. Um, I watched the new VHS. VHS 99. Nice. Fancy. That was a TIFF. That was a TIFF. I did. I I tried to see it at TIFF, but I missed it. Um, Seeing it now, I'm kind of glad I didn't see it at TIFF. Um, I've never seen a VHS movie before. So I was pleasantly surprised on how this was all put together. If you haven't seen to people in our audience, if you guys haven't seen a VHS movie, uh, it is an anthological horror movie, uh, which is basically five shorts that all surround around the same theme. Um, And they're all like neatly together, like a little VHS tape. So like you pop in your VHS tape and they all play like that. And it even has like, that's how it's set up, isn't it? That's how it's set up in a VHS tape and it's all on there. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, sort of kind of like okay. that. Um, and it has like the little tracking, little tracking fucking yeah, waves and shit. Yeah. And like, um, 
Yeah, yeah. A couple of the shorts that stood out to me, um, Suicide Bid was one of them. That was by the uh, by the director who did uh, 47 Meters Down. I think cool. his name is jo- uh, Jonas Roberts, cool. I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, jo- Johannes Roberts. Nice. Uh, apologies if I, if I made a mistake on that. Um, basically, it's like a sorority, a sorority pledge gone wrong. A uh, girl cool. really wants to ple- pledge to a sorority. The deal is, though, that she has to be buried alive um, oh. in a coffin full of spiders. Oh, as you do. As yeah. You do. And then uh, apparently there's a myth at the sorority house that somebody did this and they forgot about her. And then they went back a week later and she had disappeared. Oh, Spooky. Yeah. Spooky. Spooky. So, uh, yeah, hilarity ensues once she uh, is buried alive with the spiders. Do, uh, do, I I just I don't get the whole sorority thing. Yeah, I don't either. And like, like I guess it's just us being Canadian, but like, I don't ever, I don't see myself wanting to join a sorority so bad that I would get buried alive with spiders. I don't even understand why. Like, I, yeah, I just don't. It doesn't, I don't it, doesn't, it just doesn't sound like a fun time, right? No, it doesn't. None yeah. none of sorority sounds like a fun experience. It all sounds terrible. Yeah, it sounds awful. Sounds and pretty awful, right? Like yeah. archaic, and it needs to no more, no more. Yeah, it needs to end. Yeah, no bueno. And then another one that stood out to me was something called uh, Gawkers. Mm-hmm. That was directed by the same director who did Tragedy Girls. Dave, I think you know what that is. I do. I've seen Tragedy Girls. Yeah. Yeah. So the so Gawkers is basically American Pie. Um, these teenage boys are spying on the girl next door or the, the girl across the street. Right. Um, they, they hatch a plan to, uh, install malware on her computer because keep in, not keep in mind, all these movies are set in 1999, um, right around Y2K. Sure. So they put malware on her computer so that they can spy through her webcam. Of course. And then hilarity ensues. Great. Does the webcam like? Does the webcam look like ass? Like uh, webcam does. The picture does look like complete ass, and it oh looks exactly out of that scene in American Pie that we're all nice. know and love. Yeah, uh, I won't go into too much, I but it. It. I saw it. Re- I saw that part recently, and I don't know about yeah. the love part. It's. Uh, <laughs> it's very icky, and yeah. like Nadia gets thrown out of school but not jim that's yeah. that doesn't really seem fair to me no it doesn't it's <laughs> weird it's 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 not great yeah. it hasn't I, aged well yeah. not at no. all yeah. uh that one the, the american pie one was my favorite um it 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 definitely takes a dark turn nice yeah i can tell and then the other one the last one that i wanted to talk about was uh to helen back this was from the uh the guys that did deadstream Oh, nice. oh, okay. Nice. And you can tell that it's the guys that did this. Okay. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Um, basically, two videographers are hired to uh, film uh, a cult ritual. And then uh, basically the ritual goes bad and the two videographers get transported to hell. As you do. As you do. They, uh, they basically have to fight their way out of hell and get back through the portal back to their... Uh, their world great right on. Yeah. right on and i realized something i realized that the director of deadstream is also the main character of deadstream oh yes yes it is and the main character of this is the character from <laughs> deadstream <laughs> amazing 
So if you didn't like his voice in Dead Street, gonna you're hate it not now. Gonna like it, yeah. you're gonna hate it now. But I found it absolutely hilarious, amazing. <laughs> so yeah. you liked this movie or you didn't like this movie? I liked some of the shorts. The other ones, not so much. Gawker, Gawker's was a good, Gawker's was a good one, and Tell and Back was a good one. Suicide Bid was like all right, but like if you've seen Buried, then like you've you've pretty sure. much seen. You can only do like buried in a coffin so many times yeah. in so many different ways, right? Yeah. I've never seen buried. I always wanted to. It's good. It's good. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, yeah. So Ryan this Reynolds. is like this is like a half and a half and a half wreck for me. If you like, if you like uh if you like horror shorts, like if you liked ABC's of Death. Sure. Um what's another one? Not Southbound. Ba- Southbound. Not a huge fan of ABC's of Death. <laughs> it's yeah. kinda it's that movie's twisted. <laughs> right. Right. Funny story about ABCs of death. Uh, when I was in the, when I was in the warehouse, I actually served Vincenzo Natale um, when he did his short for ABCs of death too. Nice. He did hey, a short called Utopia cool. and, and he was telling all, telling us all about it. Like I actually had a chat with him like for like 10 minutes and he was saying like he only had five grand for it. And like, he literally did everything like Jesus. he directed, produced, like cinematography, like he did fucking everything. Jesus. That doesn't surprise me. That did doesn't surprise. Did you tell him how much you uh you enjoyed Splice? No, I didn't. I you wish should've. I did. I you wish should've. I did. Splice is a fucking amazing movie. No spoilers. Yeah. I still gotta get no through spoilers. it, buddy. Ooh. You'll you'll. Oh, I can't it's a treat. It's a treat. You got you got to talk about your experience on this podcast. I will. I will. It's also, a treat. Also, a shout treat. out to Vincenzo Natale. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Hey, do I get to talk about my embargoed film now? Yes, absolutely. Of course you do. Because, yeah, I want to briefly talk about Resurrection. Also, big shout outs to Shudder. Thank you guys for (laughs) allowing me to witness whatever that was. Um, Thank you, Shudder. Yeah, Shudder's the greatest. Shudder! Yeah, Resurrection. Dave, you saw it already. I saw it at Sundance, yes. Yes. Tony, say what you gotta say. (laughs) Fucking Sundance. Fucking Sundance. <laughs> well, I got to see it now, and uh, I I was not prepared. <laughs> I didn't fair. really know what I was getting into, but it was not what I got, and I... Wow. Also, just... I Wow, just, wow, 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 wow. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, just a huge, huge kudos to Rebecca Hall. She fucking crushes this. One of the best um, of the year. Easily. Yeah easily and like tim roth just chewing the scenery and just having a blast doing whatever the fuck he's doing um incredible very very unsettling yeah unsettling yeah it was weird and twisted and dealing with like trauma and past trauma and things coming back to haunt you and then a whole lot of shots involving like fetuses and yeah uh there's a lot of like entrails and intestines and and uh yeah, yeah. it's not it's it's pretty unsettling <laughs> it's and fucked. the uh, yeah it's proper fucked and the centerpiece 10 minute unbroken monologue by Rebecca Hall oh. is magnificent yeah magnificent yeah. we we're getting a lot of great monologues in horror movies this year there's another great one with mia goth in pearl mm. which is coming out on oh, digital very soon so i'm very God. excited james can finally wait. get I can't to see wait. it i can't wait but yeah rebecca hall oh yeah like, i don't understand why she is not getting the kudos she deserves yeah 
So yeah. Yeah, she kind of had a one-two punch uh, last year and this year with the Nighthouse and now Resurrection. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I still need to see Nighthouse too. So do I. I do too. Oh. Wow. Um, and, but yeah, yeah she's I, a she's an amazing actress. She oh, very for much sure so. she is. I don't know why yeah. they keep doing her dirty. She was supposed to be the villain in Iron Man three. She was supposed That's to be the Mandarin. Oh man, that would have been great. Yeah. They did her dirty. Yeah. But it's a but strong it, but, recommend though. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kinda I'm I've I've been excited to see this for uh, quite some time. So I'm hoping yeah. to uh pick this up on Shutter. Yes. Yeah, it's 100%. gonna uh, you're gonna be left shaken. Yes. Well, you know how much I love that. So yes, it's perfect. Yes. It's perfect for you. It's perfect for you. Wonderful. Yes. And speaking of being left shaken, <sighs> if you all remember, we were doing we're each trying to do the Criterion Challenge for the year. We are, yes. And so I haven't been doing as well as these two chuckleheads, but James and I decided it was finally time to watch Sallow or oh, the right. 120 Days of Sodom. Fuck's sakes. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Man, I tried and, to warn I tried to warn you guys. I mean, it you worked guys out. Don't, don't, don't fucking listen to me. It worked no. out for me. I got to knock it oh. off two lists. So Look that was you. great. Uh, took care of Criterion and a horror movie all in one shot. So yeah, Ba-ding. yeah, um, yeah. Pasolini, man. I, I don't know, man. I don't know what's wrong with this guy. He's a fucking <laughs> kooky artist, if I, I say so myself. Yeah, I would say so. I, you know, Dave and I were kind of well. First of all, we were trying to get through that movie, which has a lot to get through. Um. James, yeah. tell 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 the people tell the people what the film's about. Oh, I don't think you really need even, to. <laughs> how do I even describe it? A whole bunch of let's call them teenagers. It's in fascist Italy, like uh, World oh, War II yes. fascist. 1944, Italy. 1945, fascist Italy. <sighs> These rich bourgeoisie people kidnap fascists. They're fascists, but they're yes, also part of the too, bourgeoisie. But they're also like the upper one percent of one percenters. Uh, they kidnap a whole bunch of children, teenagers. let's call them, but teenagers, sure. And uh, they go through and select their favorites, and then they all bring them to this like villa in northern Italy, and then uh, they groom them for a while, and uh, hilarity ensues. I don't know if hilarity is the right word, James. It is not. <laughs> I, I definitely would so not use far hilarity. off the mark. Yeah, I would not use that word at all to describe this movie. It, it's even when you're prepared for what you're yeah, going to see, it's, you're still not prepared. It's there still. I was disgusted and mortified and yeah. fascinated and just. I had so many feelings, yeah. and I'm pretty sure I got queasy yep. for a little bit i don't usually my stomach doesn't usually turn watching movies but my stomach was churning for this one yeah queasy at times i i would say a lot of it well i was i was kind of saying to you dave and i, I mentioned it to tony just before we started like i wasn't prepared for the amount of monologues in that movie yeah like long unbroken unedited just Monologues. monologues that kept going there were like 10 to 15 minute long fucking italian stories i mean they were about horrific subject matter but 
I was kind of impressed. Um, and, and not, it wasn't what I expected it to be. Like a lot of Sallow was not at all what I expected it to be. I thought it was going to be like this horrifying, grotesque thing, but it was so many like stories intercut with really fucking fucked up shit. But a lot, a lot of, a lot of anal sex, a lot of anal sex. <laughs> it's very, the, uh, it's very were you guys, forward for 1975. What the hell were you guys like? thinking it would have been i don't, I don't know. know man like i don't know man like, when when they start when when she starts eating shit with a spoon and when yeah. everybody oh, the whole shit, shit the, a circle of shit feast? was a tough heart like, it was a tough one like they're like serving it on platters oh my and god, they're all yeah. laughing and like honest and that, to god that guy in the wedding dress boss. and he's got shit yeah. all over his mouth and that and that what that one creepy guy with the oh, eyes yeah and, creepy oh guy with the eyes God. and the mouth yeah fuck yeah, that literally, guy literally literally brought that up before the podcast started that guy gave me nightmares for fuck months. that guy yeah that guy Jesus but like also and to, to Dave's point like I was also like really fascinated by the fact that this film exists at all yeah and like I wanted to know so much more about it well, while I was like I wanted to know everything I could. Well, he got assassinated shortly after that I know. premiere. He didn't I know. To, no, he didn't even get to see a premiere. He got murdered and then in a fucking dark alley and then it premiered three weeks later. Yeah. Yep. Because people were stealing uh, parts of the print. So he went to go get it and he got fucking murdered. It's fucking wild. But I've been reading more about it yeah. and kind of understanding certain things about it now. Sure. And I kind of want to watch it again. I just want to skip the whole shit eating. Yeah, Maybe we can just skip, skip circle that. of shit. <laughs> we'll just skip that. I'll just listen. I'll listen to the dialogue, and maybe I just won't watch yeah. the shit eating. Because yeah. like, like it gets more horrifying from there. And even, but after oh, you watch that, you're yeah. just like, okay, you're cool. So, you're so desensitized at that point that you're just yeah, like, yeah, literally. Cool. That, that right. guy's getting his dick burnt off. Cool. Okay. <laughs> that girl's then, getting scalped. All right. <laughs> don't forget about the fucking madness in the, in the, what do you call it? In the garden at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Then like buddy, buddy's like watching from afar through the magnifying glass. Yeah. yeah that's what we're talking Other, about. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. we're talking yeah. about. It's, they, yeah. Apparently there's even more horrifying stuff that got cut. That's fucked. What do you yeah. cut from that? I don't like, know. What I want to know what what I, you know what stuff that's, that that's the story that is the story that I want to see. I want to see what was left on the cutting room floor of that movie. It's it's a journey, and like everyone's so committed. Like I yeah. know that some of the voices, like I know the voices are dubbed over type thing, and it sounds hilarious in English. James and I watched yeah. a little bit of it in English. It's it sounds hilarious. <laughs> but, yeah, I bet. Um, I bet you just. Like it, there's just so much commitment, and apparently yeah. everybody was just having a, a blast on set. And I was like, I don't know how you have a blast doing this. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And it's just, it's so. Yeah, there, I've been reading more on it, and I kind of want to see some of the pieces kind of yeah. come together a little more because, like, half the movie, I was just sitting with James. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, it's a trip. Yeah, it's definitely it's, a trip. It's a fucking journey, man. Yeah. And the Criterion, I have the Criterion Blu-ray because obviously I do. And you of guys are going to get, when it comes out on 4K, you guys are going to have it in your stockings. 100%. Um, so. Tony's going to be thrilled. I will burn it <laughs> to the ground. Oh, you know what I hope it comes with? 
like a chocolate or like brownie shit <laughs> that you get to eat. And just honest to God. What? What? Are we I done with this segment yet? Not yet. Never. Not yet. For, not yet. For, Tony, you're so uncomfortable and I love it so much. So I'm so, you know what? I am thankful I was not dragged to this fucking screening. You guys totally like threatened to fucking drag me, and I'm glad <laughs> that I'm planning my wedding right now because oh, that no. saved me from oh, fucking no, watching this. Tony, the moment the Playhouse has the 35 oh, millimeter print of Sallow, we are there. I will go on two conditions. Yeah. You pay for my ticket. Of course. And yeah, you buy fine. me a beer. Done. <laughs> done. There's done. You got it, dude. Fantastic. Okay. You got it. The uh, the Criterion has some features on it about the film and about the controversy. And there's actual footage of Pasolini directing like those those scenes in the garden type thing or in like wherever the yeah, fuck yeah. they are. Oh, that would, have been, that would have been interesting to see. And like at one point he's like, stop laughing, guys. We got to be serious. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> What do you mean you're laughing? Jesus Christ. Okay. That that's a feature I would watch yeah. on the on the Blu-ray. I want to watch like all the documentary features that were on there. I'm like, there's like oh, 22, 45 minute. I'm in. Oh fuck. fuck. Yeah. There's some good stuff on there. But uh to wrap it up, um Salo's I kind fucked. of it kind of feel like it's a badge of honor that I saw it and I'm scarred for life now. Yeah. You can't well, unsee this, it. You can't unsee it. It's just it's it's unique and it's yeah I can't believe it exists. But there is a there's a scene uh, where one of the studs is uh, fucking one of the bourgeoisie, and um, James and I were watching and we're like he's a little high like this is clearly fake like he's clearly not fucking him type thing like they're acting type thing he's a little high and then the the stud uh, stood up and I swear to Jesus he had a very very large penis and swinging past his knees and you know what he it didn't seem fake anymore it seemed pretty realistic that he would be pumping from that high up yeah <laughs> yeah probably because he was yeah. yeah yeah just wild yeah so uh yeah are we, that's, do, are, we are we done now you, you don't want to talk about Sallow anymore, Tony? I'm rapping. Let's let's if we have the Oscar music, I'm rapping this shit yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, right. you're, 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 I thought you were bringing a big the Pasolini fan, man. <laughs> Buddy, I saw what? I've seen this movie and then I saw the Willem Dafoe movie. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. About his final days. Saw mm. that at Tiff, Abel uh Abel Ferrari. Ferrara. Ferrara. Sorry. Did did they show them filming Sallow? I, I I literally remember nothing of that movie <laughs> other than the end when cool. Willem Dafoe gets brutally run over. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Right on. Right, right on. on. Right on. What we got? Do I you you want us to stop talking about Sallow? <laughs> I could talk about Sallow for the rest of the episode. All this right. This isn't a Sallow episode. This Dave. is not I'm a putting Sallow my foot episode. Down. All right. That is, uh, so is that a recommend on, uh, on your parts, guys? Do you think our audience, do you think Finger Guns Nation should fucking seek out Sallow? Maybe I not. I don't know about seek out, but I feel like if you were at all intrigued or fascinated by a film that exists based on what we described it to contain, watch it because you, th I think you're the type of person that will also be as fascinated as Dave and I were. 
if you're not and you get horrified by shit like Tony, don't watch it. I think it's the- I mean, I got I got I got a good strong palate, but you know what? I don't think that movie requires multiple viewings. Oh, I don't think it requires multiple <laughs> viewings either, but I think I'll go I think I'll go back for for seconds and yeah, you when will. I when I uh after I cleanse myself of seeing it the first time. Dave, can I bring yeah. can can okay, I'll can I watch it with you a second time on one condition? Uh, sure. Jesus. Can uh can I bring over a chocolate lava cake for each of us? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Fucking Jesus excellent. Christ. Excellent. That's fine. Chocolate lava cake and a nice tall cold glass of milk. <laughs> that's fine. I can, I'll do it. I'll do it. You're a sick fuck. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> I will I will do it. I just I can't wait for you guys to watch Martyrs. I know we're probably not oh. gonna be able to watch it together, so we're gonna have to hold off on it. But I do want to be in the room with you guys when we want when you watch Martyrs. Yeah. Uh, OG uh, or remake? OG, no, no OG. remake. OG. None of this nonsense. No remakes here. No remake. We don't fuck with that. No. There there's some good there's some great remakes. This one, I don't think you needed to remake. I think the first one's sad enough. Fair enough. And I just want to be in the room when you guys watch watch it because I think James will be fine. But the way Tony's squirming about Sallow, I don't know if he's going to be fine. I love that. I love that for us already. Yeah. So Tony, it's fine. I'll tell you to close your eyes and I'll tell you when to open them again. I don't think he's going to open them. (laughs) (laughs) You should get to keep them closed. Just keep them closed, man. It's it's a journey. Excellent. It's a journey. But. What else? What what's another good recommend for you, Tony? What do you want to uh, What do you want to talk about that's not sallow? <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, I got two movies that I would recommend in a heartbeat. Sure, hit us. One of them is a personal favorite of of me and Dave's. At least I don't know about you, James. Uh, it is Sam Raimi's version of Batman. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. With uh, our good pal Liam Neeson, mm-hmm. friend of the podcast, Liam Neeson. <laughs> All right, sure. <laughs> I'm sure. talking about Dark Man. Ooh, yeah. Dark Man. Dark Man is fucking incredible. Amazing. Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi set out to make Batman, and he fucking did, and it was fucking excellent. Awesome. You, and you, it, keep, he, you keep saying that it's because he got rejected from making Batman and the shadow that he decided to make a concoction that was basically Both. those two movies <laughs> and evil dead. He was <laughs> like, he was know. like, you know what? If you're not going to let me make a superhero movie, I'm going to make my own superhero movie. And he yeah. fucking did. And by the way, James, yeah, it was fucking excellent. <laughs> excellent. I can't wait. It's been on my list to watch for years. I don't know why I haven't pulled the trigger, but like, I really need to. It's good shit. It's good shit. It is just bad. It is just batshit insane. Like, uh, essentially the plot, like, how would you describe it, Dave? Dave? Um, Basically a scientist kind of, he gets horribly disfigured um, because he's dealing with a guy who likes to chop people's fingers off with a a cigar cutter. Um, He gets horribly disfigured and then he has to go on the run and then he comes up with a formula that allows him He's, to make new faces oh. that only last for a certain amount of time. 90 minutes. 90 mm. minutes. There you go. 90 minutes. There okay. you go. So he has to kind of do things in 90 minutes. And he also has superpowers because, you know, that's, yeah. that's what happens when Got you get it. horribly disfigured and so, yeah. end up in the, 
in what the vat of acid. I don't know what the fuck happens. Something like that. So basically, the skin in the light only has 90, sec- 90 minutes before it like, uh, starts to like evaporate. Okay. Right. Okay. But if he stays in the darkness, he doesn't have to worry about it. Got Hence it. Hence his name, Dark, Dark Man. Man. Got it. I mean, yeah. if you if you if you thought uh, fucking Robert Pattinson was an emo Batman, clearly you have not seen Liam Neeson as an emo <laughs> Batman. Francis <laughs> McDormand's in it. It's yeah. one of her first early roles, and it's super weird to see Liam Neeson in it because like and that's yeah. not a Liam Neeson role, but <laughs> and it is Sam Raimi. Like Sam Raimi is all like. He, he threw up on it. So all those weird Amazing. things that you like from the typical Sam Raimi movie, it has everything. Amazing. There was that one I watched and then I watched another movie. It was a cult, uh, cult horror movie from the 80s. It's called Brain Damage. Cool. Um, this one know. is about a guy who um, befriends a parasite and the parasite uh, basically gives him some weird blue liquid. He injects himself into the dude, into the dude's spine spine and like goes up into his brain and releases a blue liquid. And uh, it turns him, it, it gets him high. Oh yeah. All right. And the only thing to keep this parasite happy is to feed it live brains. Cool. And that's all know. I'm going to, and that's all I'm going to say because anything else would just ruin the movie. Cool. That should do. But it is, it is, it is everything you want from an '80s horror. There's like slapstick. There's horror. The gore is is on another level. The practical effects, holy shit, amazing. Like some of these '80s movies that I've been watching for 31 in October, the practical effects, man, like they're literally just out fucking standing. Yeah. And I'm just like, why are we wasting our time with CGI? Why don't we just go back to the practicals? It just, it just looks better. Yeah, and even yeah. if it look, even if it looks like shit, it still looks better than a fucking yeah. CGI. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Definitely, yeah. definitely seek out both movies, but more so Dark Man because it's fucking excellent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. It's on my list. It's Fucked. still on my list. So I actually have to do it now. You should. You do. You should. Do. I, I will. I really, I, wanna, will I, I will. I really want to watch it again. You're talking yeah. about movies you need to load up for uh, for Dominican. You put fucking tired Dark Man at the top of your list, bro. All right. It'll be there. I'll hopefully be able to knock it out during that week, but I'm not making any promises. I'm going to be playing the game of drink the whole <laughs> week, so I don't know how many I'm going to knock out. All of them, Dave. I hope so. I hope you got so. a rum and coke. You got a nice beach. Miami watch Vice. A horror movie. Miami Vice. All right. What else is Miami Vice's? Because he's a little bitch. He's a little it's bitch. True. It's true. It's true. My brother, my brother-in-law is going to be chilling with his fucking whiskey on ice, and then chuckles, <laughs> chuckles yeah. over there is going to be sipping mm. his Miami Vice. Miami Vice. It's delicious. Do you know what it is? I fucking course I know what it is. It's delicious. Yeah. And that sugar, that sugar is going to just fucking knock you in the balls. That's okay, man. That's okay. I'll live with it. It's only a week. True. (laughs) True. It's only a week. It's only a week. I'll just, I'll just have to avoid the blood sausage. (laughs) Yeah. No blood sausage this time around, buddy. (laughs) Yeah. Your God. Yeah. So I watched spooky buddies with my son <laughs> all right <laughs> and uh skylar gizondo is in that movie so that's kind of weird but uh no. they use a lot of the they say dude and dog 
a lot. Oh. And uh Har- a Skylar. Harlan Williams is the villain. What? That guy's still just, alive? Well, this movie was made in 2011. So. Oh, okay. But the production design is actually pretty intricate. And for a Disney movie about talking dogs, it's pretty fucking dark. All right, all right. But uh, yeah, that was a trip. But I also rewatched Signs, which I nice. have discovered is my favorite Shyamalan movie. Okay. And I rewatched Trick or Treat. Oh, cool. Which I was not a fan of when I first saw it, but I watched it again and saw all the pieces coming together and what I remembered. And it's fucking gnarly. Nice. It is off the chain. It's another anthology style film, yep. but where everything's kind of connecting and just yep. shit's fucking wild. It's and it's wild. 80, it's like 82 minutes. It does not overstay its welcome. Nope. And like, yeah, I dug it. Yeah. So, right to the point that, that just fucks that you up. a long time. Yeah. yeah. Whatever, whatever past Dave was thinking, he needs to, he needs to reconsider. Not think it. He needs to yeah. reconsider. You picked up that, uh, the, the, sh- the Scream Factory version of Trigger Street, didn't you? I did. I did. Fuck. Nice. I nice. Did. nice, it nice looks nice. good. Looks good. Dope. Def- definite hard recommend on that. Yeah. Maybe I'll check it out. I'll stand near. No, I'm just going to steal the movie from you. There you yeah. go. That's yeah, you bring one it. back and you can steal it. Yeah, I got, I got like a, a stack. Library. I got a stack ready. Yeah, yeah, I got a stack ready. What about, what about those movies you've, you've taken from me? Like you just have you to know? live with it. Just live with it. James, he has movies that he took what that he took from me the first time he moved out. Jesus, are we surprised? No, he just wanted <laughs> to buff up his collection a little. Yeah, it's true. It's true. With that the true. savages. Yeah. <laughs> it's even called the savages. I thought it was just called savages. At this point, who really cares? Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's Oliver Stone. Nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> James, give us one last recommend. One quick recommend, because uh, I'm behind on everything. I rewatched Us. Nice. Yes. Um, deal. Yes. I hadn't seen it since it came out in theaters. Uh, I loved it then. I still love it now. Um, Lapita. Justice Lupita. for Lapita. Oh, she should have won the Oscar that year. She so fucking much better crushes than fucking, that role. She crushes Renee both roles. <laughs> she crushes, crushes both sides of that role so hard. Like it's it, it's incredible. Um, but yeah, she's the only reason that the entire movie works. Um, the fuck the police scene's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great. But like, she's just she holds everything together, and yeah, it's it's so great. Jordan Peele just. What a magnificent man. What a fucked up mind. I love him. So good. I really want to watch Nope again. Yeah, I do too. I wanted to give myself a little bit more time, kind of like what I did with Us. Just give myself some distance between it and then watch it again and see how I still like it. I watched Get Out theatrically, and then when it came out on Blu-ray, I think I watched it like three or four times in the same weekend. That's fair. (laughs) Get Out's great. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. And fucking what's her name from Girls is Allison Williams. Di- diabolical with fucking eating the cereal yeah. and drinking the milk on the side. Yeah. That's fucking yeah. evil shit, man. <laughs> can't trust. Can't trust somebody who does that. Seriously, yeah. no, you can't. No, no, you know something. You knew something was wrong. Yeah, you can't trust Allison Williams. Never, no. never. She's fucking no. nuts. Never. Psychopath. Yeah. Yeah, she's in that new Megan one that looks kind of oh, fucking yeah. bonkers mm-hmm. and like. Her relationship with Booth Jonathan, just no. Oh, God bless Booth Jonathan. 
if I ever get another cat, its name is going to be Booth Jonathan. I swear to fucking God. I love it. I love Booth Jonathan so much. He's such an asshole, it. and I love him. <laughs> I love it. My boys, we have come to the main segment tonight. Yeah. In the main segment, we are going to be speaking about David Gordon Green's Halloween Ends, which has become rather divisive on the internet and for good reason but you two watch the first two films yep i watched or you watch that the you second one the you second watch one. kills oh James i did all kills. three oh, okay yeah. i didn't watch any of them i just watched ends and uh i liked ends i liked it i did too yeah what about you tony Honestly, yeah. The more I read about it, yeah. The more I really liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted somebody yeah. to say they fucking hate yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, well, you're not gonna yeah. find the haters here, unfortunately. No like, no haters. Like, I'll hate. Like, I'll hate on some of it because, like, let's be honest, that movie was fucking messy. That's it's quite messy. It's, yeah, it's it's trying to do a lot of things, and it never wants to commit to one thing that it wants to do. So yeah, messy is a good word for it. Cause it just doesn't, it's, it's a bunch of spaghetti at the wall. Yeah. That's uh, fair. Yeah. But that's fair. I like the spaghetti that's stuck to the wall. Mm, I did too. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I did so, too. So the basically most what it's coming down to and why it's so divisive is that, uh, the film is, uh, more about this uh, new character named Corey, mm -hmm. who, um, well, he does something horrible, and uh, which really caught me off fucking guard. Oh, yeah, to start the movie off that way. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Definitely a choice. Just uh, <laughs> wake was, the fuck up. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay. That was a choice. That was a choice. And then he's kind of like the town pariah after that, and it cuts yeah. to four years later. And Michael Myers has been dormant and kind of out of the picture, but like shit's still going down in Haddonfield and um, Haddonfield is basically tearing itself apart. Yeah. And like Lori's trying to move past it and be just normal. Um, is it Allison? Is that what her, her granddaughter's name is? Yes, I believe so. Yeah. So she is working in a hospital and she's trying to turn it around as well. Yeah. They're still kind of haunted by the past. And this Corey character kind of comes into the picture and uh you know, he's haunted too and you know, he crosses Michael Myers and uh hilarity ensues yeah. and it goes in a a very different direction for the franchise. Um, where Michael is not the central um, character. And I know that's what pissed a lot of people off because in the trailer, you do not get that sense at all, which props to whoever cut that trailer because yeah, good work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, for hiding what it actually was, what, what actually was going to go down. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And I felt there's certain bits in it that are, cause it feels like an extended epilogue, but there's certain bits in it that kind of hark back to kill Halloween kills. And I feel like this one does it much better talking about the trauma and kind of the, the mob mentality and about 
what the fuck Lori's done to the town. Yeah. It's yeah. it's not quite it's, it's like you said, it's not quite all there, but I feel like it does a better job than the entirety of Halloween Kills, which just seemed like a was brutal for the sake of being brutal. Well, yeah, look, going from Halloween to Halloween Kills to Halloween Ends, Kills has great kills. Yeah, uh, gnarly, I can't, gnarly. I can't fault that movie for delivering some absolutely over-the-top shit. I, I was going to say kills delivers at least like some of the best kills of the franchise, oh yeah. in my opinion. Oh like yeah. That, that firefighter scene, like still fucks. Yeah. Like, yeah that's a good, that scene, scene is fucking incredible, yeah. man. That's a good yeah. scene. So like kills gives that, but like, yeah, I feel like kills the point of Halloween kills is existence. Doesn't really make sense to me. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, it, <laughs> It kind of it tries to do a few different things in there too, but yeah, that entire mob mentality hospital scene was just like so bad, yeah, and so dumb, yeah. and even the ending, evil dies tonight. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was just it was bad. It's the ending's bad. fucking stupid. It's so stupid. Um, even for a Halloween movie, it's fucking it's fucking stupid. stupid. Um, yeah, I it kills is not good it delivers good kills but there's nothing else there like i i don't enjoy that movie at all it's not fun to yeah. watch unless you're yeah, there for the, just the kills it's not there for like the first movie that was just this which create which continued the franchise delivered the nostalgia delivered the kills and was just yeah. a fun time at the movies yeah yeah but not to say that Halloween ends isn't isn't just a, a little bit of a mess and they didn't commit to anything like they uh, there was so much they could have done in there. Like there was a moment that felt almost like they were going to like Bonnie and Clyde the thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is going to be cool. And then it doesn't go anywhere. There was, yeah, a whole bunch of stuff with Corey. And it was interesting to kind of explore that as like. He's a per- town pariah. Mm. And it's like, okay, well, how does that impact a town? They were looking for someone. And then that entire thing with that that family from the beginning, um, with Corey's inciting incident of like their grief and trauma a little bit. And I, I yeah, I guess we keep saying that like it like had all these really cool ideas and interesting things that it could have done, but it just didn't. And then it just decided to fall back on I guess what the fans wanted, but at yeah. the very end. And then even then it was kind of just like a, eh, all right. I was, I was satisfied by it, but, and you I needed- like the ideas and maybe if they had extended it out. Yeah. So like the beginning half was ki- what kills was. And the ending half was yeah. ends. Yeah. Like, I think that would have been better. Cause like, yep. They fucking fridge Lori and kill. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, that's the, the most the annoying shit in the world. Here she is right at the beginning and sit in this hospital bed until the end of the film. Thank you very much. Yeah. And it's, and like Judy Greer doesn't really do anything in that movie. And, and in this she movie, just she's just, a, and then this movie, like you barely even get a sense that they're upset that she's no longer there. Yeah. And like, her, the dad like her husband who died in the first one like he's not even 
fucking <laughs> she's, she's not even barely there. mentioned yeah barely mentioned barely an inconvenience yeah and just like yeah i yeah i just i really don't like kills and it left a really terrible taste in my mouth and i feel like this movie could have been better but i like what it does and i like how it comes together and i I don't think Corey's a, a terrific actor, but I like what they're doing with, with him. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I liked that idea. I, yeah, I like the, I like the pivot. I didn't know what like uh, I was honestly going into ends. I was like, I don't know what else you do with this. Like w- before I watched it, I was like, I don't know what else you do with this franchise. Like what, what more can we say? Yeah, like we've we've gone through it. We've done the evil dies tonight chants and all that shit. Like what other threads could we? And then they did that, and I was like, you know what? Okay, sure. Why yeah. the fuck not? Like seeing someone's downward spiral, and sure, yeah. But then it only goes so far, and then you're like, oh, all right. Then I guess we got to wrap this up. And then they wrapped it up, and it was fine. And I didn't, I like, it's viciously violent, but I didn't think it was violent for the sake of it. Like Halloween kills was. Yeah. Tony, you keep looking at us. Say something. You got nothing to me, to me, like, uh, you guys keep riffing on Halloween kills. Uh, my second viewing of Halloween kills. I actually liked it a lot better than I did the The first fuck out of here. Uh When you think about the Halloween trilogy on a whole, you and I only know this because I've actually I actually watched a couple of the old Halloween movies. So like to put it in perspective, like I could see what uh, Gordon uh, Gordon Green and like um, Danny McBride and his team were trying to do right. They were trying to with the whole trilogy. They were trying to pay um, an homage to like the six. Halloween movies, right? right? Halloween one, two, three, four, five, and six. Not and you seven see and that eight. not seven and eight. He doesn't care about seven and eight. Um, bust the bust. Been, right? So much. That's, yeah. that's disappointing. Ding ding dong, motherfucker. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you see, you see him pay like throughout his entire trilogy because you got Halloween 2018, which is basically like Halloween, right? And then mm-hmm. you have hollow then you have Halloween two uh, or Halloween kills that pays it to Halloween two because if you watch Halloween two, Lori's sidelined in that movie too, because it's just it's um Lori's in the hospital bed because she's trying she has injuries from the first movie, and Loomis is trying to get Michael and Michael's trying to break into the mm. ho- to I say hotel uh hospital. hospital. So like but at the whole, the full time, Lori sidelined that entire time. Yeah, I don't think so, she's as badly sidelined as she is in Halloween Kills. Not as bad, but like you see where he's going, where you see where he's going with right. this, right? Sure, sure, and then sure, you sure. lead it, and then you lead into Halloween Ends, and you're going, and he's hitting um, Halloween Three with it being a non, it's being a Halloween movie set in the Halloween universe, but Michael is not the central character, right? Yeah. And, and then you're it's going, all there from the titles too. It's, it's all there from the title. Have you, and have you, you seen Halloween three, James? No, it's fucking, it's fucking weird. Yeah. It's weird. I've heard season it's of the witch is weird. fucked. It's yeah. fucking weird. I need, it deserves, I need to rewatch it, but it's fucking weird. <laughs> and then you go into like Halloween four and five with, uh, with the kid. So Halloween four and mm. five was central to round 
um, his niece, basically. Neil Harris, yeah. And uh, in the fourth one, um, Michael um, basically gets her to kill her stepmom because oh. they t- they touch and then all of a sudden they're kind of like connected oh, okay. telepathically, yeah. right? Oh, so, so it's she... canon that he can connect telepathically. Right? That's fun. So that's so you but see, is it canon? But is it canon? Didn't we just like retcon nah. all of the Halloween franchise with but these? He's pay- but bit, he's yeah. paying homage to it. Sure. And then you get so then you get that clash with like Corey and when he sees <laughs> when he sees Michael and you see how he this the more and more he sees Michael, the more and more he turns into yeah, evil yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. a transfer of and they're they're he's he's putting into a new path that like you know Michael Myers doesn't always have to be Michael Myers he can just wear the mask and it's just literally the same thing yeah like right? anybody anybody could be Michael anyone, Myers like anyone anybody could be, be Batman anyone can be Batman <laughs> fucking anyone can be James Bond it's just a put on the mask right except J- <clears throat> Joseph Gordon-Levitt definitely died the first time he went out with a mask on yeah <laughs> obviously obviously uh but you see what he but you see what he's doing and um did you guys catch it at the end I heard I saw it in the I saw it somebody write it but apparently his mask is on is uh, spoiler alert I don't think that's much of a spoiler you his mask oh, is, is you still see the mask at the end yes you see the mask yeah. at the end right yeah, yeah. yeah okay do. So like it's open, you hear like birds chirping and stuff, and it's a new day, it's a new dawn. But you see it's that mask, life. it's a new life. Anybody could break up that mask. That's true, right? So so what we're saying is, evil did not die tonight. No, well he died. <laughs> like Michael may live may live to see another day. All but it of, doesn't have to, but it doesn't actually have to be the actual Michael Myers, right? That's oh, true. I just want to see some like reanimator shit of <laughs> <laughs> and then and then sorry, one more one more thing one I want to point go, out. Go, and go. you see the compare you see the comparisons to like the end of Halloween ends when you see all these these different images of like the house and like the birds chirping and all this stuff. When you compare it to other Halloween movies, they do the same thing, but you hear Michael breathing. So Michael's mm. always there to give that signal that like Michael not might not be there, but he's always hiding in the shadows kind of thing. Right. Sure. And then that's when you see the new, the new dawn basically. Mm. And you see that mask on the, on the table. Right. It's very sure. open-ended and you can literally continue. You can continue on sure. and it doesn't, it doesn't have to be the same person. I think, I think we can stop for now though. Yeah. I don't, Honestly, I don't need yeah, another sequel. <laughs> I think I they can stop, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it if they went the Halloween three route. Yeah, that's fine. You can do that. Just like, can we just have a mo? <laughs> like, I don't even like. I think what these two sequels also kind of did was kind of. I don't think you even needed them. It was fine. The fr- no, the, no, you're, the you're, first, you're, you're right. Yeah. Halloween twenty eighteen. I think it said enough. Yeah, and yeah, like he could have still come back. And haunted somebody for another day, but I don't really. I feel like this was like an extended, like, yeah, like victory lap that they didn't really need. Yep. And like Halloween ends, just Halloween 2018 ends very well. Like, yes, you can leave it there and I'm fine. (laughs) Yeah. And then you pick up the thread later and you could do something else. Yeah. 
I'm just I'm just happy that Halloween ends picks up four years later yeah. instead of being like the next yeah. day again. Yeah. yeah. November first. Like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Or like it wasn't even November. It was like the like twelve to six AM on yeah. November first. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like it take I think it was a whole it was very interesting and it it will never not intrigue me that Danny McBride wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> obviously it's so yeah. weird. <laughs> Which is strange to say the least. Um, so shout out to Danny McBride for that. Yep. And I like that it's not every other fucking horror movie that's been coming out lately. But yeah, I just think I had such a good time with you two watching Halloween 2018 at the world premiere. And yeah. just like I didn't really, I don't did we need them? Did they feel like they they have interesting ideas, but did we need them? Uh, that's a good question. Yeah. Like, I like Halloween. En- I hate kills. I like Halloween ends for what it is, and I like what it does, but do we need it? Uh, yeah. No, we don't. We necessarily don't need it, but yeah, I, I, I'd i rather keep ends around and occasionally like just it- watch a highlight reel of kills. Yeah. I like that they just did something different. Yeah. You're expecting a slasher movie. You're expecting... You you hear Halloween, you're 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 assuming that Michael Myers is gonna go you're gonna go in and fuck some bitches up, right? Yeah. And what ends what you get with ends is just like holy shit, he did something different. He yep. that they finally did something fucking different. Yep. You got Rob you got Rob Zombie who freaking remade Halloween and he just made a carbon copy of the original. Yeah. Right. And then he tried to do something fucking wacky in the second one and it just didn't fucking work. Yeah. But like he's well, you had more backstory in the first one too. Exactly, and you ruin you ruin his character by giving him backstory. The whole thing about why he's so scary is because you don't know why he, he's, you don't know his motivation. He's, he's just, just evil. A, he's just an evil fucking guy. Well, he, yeah. he, kill, he killed his sister, and then yeah, he goes off the deep end. That's exactly it. right. And the as soon it's as soon as you give the ghost a face, the ghost no longer is scary anymore mm. because now you now you can fixate on that face and not be fearful it's what you don't know is what scares the shit out of you yeah but that's what that's what every remake was doing for a long time was trying to like make sense of why these characters exist exactly and, and they know. lost sight of the idea that what you just said like yeah it's scarier that you don't know right and you don't need to know exactly yeah. The the thing that I loved about this trilogy was like it was done by people who love the franchise. You can always tell that when the filmmakers are passionate about what they're doing, right? And he and like I said before, he he, he pays he he does homage to like the entire franchise. Yeah. And he brought it, and he brought it in and he made and he made something new. And yeah. I obviously people people aren't going to Aren't people aren't going to like this, but they need other other people are going to look past it and be like, holy shit, we don't need to see the same fucking yeah. shit over and over again. Yep, and I'm clearly on that board. Like, I'm, I liked <clears throat> it. I dug it. Yep. Yeah, I dug yeah. it. And I didn't like, love I was, it, but I dug it. Yeah, I was on the fence too, and then I started reading. I started reading more deep dives into it. I saw. I watched a couple uh, deep dive videos and stuff, yeah. and I was like, holy shit, I actually get it now. Yep. That's right. Fair. Yeah. I mean, I think it's 
I think it's safe that it's a recommend from us, but we also, all three of us, like Halloween in general. I'm but, a huge uh, Halloween. I'm a huge Halloween yeah. fan. I yeah. love the movies. Uh, some people say that it's the most boring franchise. I disagree. Um, Michael Myers is a fucking ferocious yeah. beast. But uh, yeah, no, it's that's a recommend from me on that one. I mean, the trilogy as a whole, I would also recommend just, you know, temper your expectations for the middle bit, but you'll get there. And yeah, ends like, just strap in and enjoy what could be and what they try to do mm. and enjoy it. Because it's, I enjoyed it more than kills. I'm fine with it's it. A fun, it's a fun ride. It's yeah. a fun ride. Chekhov's car wrecker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a big Chekhov's time. car just, wrecker. <laughs> yeah. Just, I was like, oh, I know that. I, that. That's coming back. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that fucking homage just Christine in the movie. Dear God, I yeah. need to see Christine you like do. yesterday. <laughs> you do. And some of the kills are really, really violent. Yeah. 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 Hey, that whole, bit, fuck that whole bit at the auto records. Woo. Oof, Madame. That shit was <laughs> wild. Hey, James. I've been seeing a lot of comparisons between Arnie and Corey. Yeah. Are you able to shine shine some light on that? Uh yeah. I can kind of see it from a characterization place. in a sense of like before they become evil, they're both kind of meek in a way. Um okay. but Corey's dealing with some heavy shit and a lot of like external pressure mm-hmm. and trauma and arnie is not he's just kind of a loser um yeah. who wants to you know be a cool high school guy that gets the girl so kind of yes kind of kind not of really okay. but yeah there there is some like there's some like arnie vibes there i guess yeah that makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, and Another, if you want to look at like their trajectory too, it's like two sort of like meek people uh meet evil incarnate and then become evil. Hilarity ensues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like then become evil. Yeah, sure. It's a similar character arc. That makes sense. That makes sense. Another thing I wanted to bring up was um I like in ends how they like kind of turn it around and like seeing it back to back with I, because I basically saw the back to back with kills seeing the people of Haddonfield and they beg the question of, are the people of Haddonfield much worse than Myers? Mm. Right. Because you see what they do to Corey. They basically drive Corey into becoming evil, so to speak. Yeah. And then you revert that. Maybe if they didn't, treat michael the same way would have michael grown up to be a fucking what michael is right mm. Mm. maybe who's to say who's, who's to say who's, who's to, to say? say but it beg but it begs the question right who's to say yeah but uh when they're watching the thing at the beginning of the movie i was like uh, yeah, mm, oh, yeah, 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 yeah maybe yeah, i should yeah. just watch the thing right yeah, just now. turn this off and put the thing on yeah Roll that a hundred and fifty times, man. You could tell these guys loved Carpenter, man. <laughs> All the yeah. fucking Easter eggs and little things they put in just yeah. to play tribute to him. Fucking I, amazing! I love John Carpenter. It's worth it. 
because he's he's, he's a G friend of the podcast, John Carpenter. Friend of the oh, podcast, John Carpenter. Please make please make another movie. Give us he's give us one to. more. He's supposed to be. If it's anything but the Dead Space re- the Dead Space movie, then I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, hopefully he'll do Dead Space then. Fingers crossed. He could do something there. I could see him. John Carpenter in space. Yeah. Mm. I'm sure he, he's basically already done it, but you know. Ghosts of Mars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyways, solid recommend for yep. uh, Halloween ends from the three of us. Yes. We're not going to be uh, hating on it like uh, half no. the other people of the internet have been hating on it. No, definitely not. It is a recommend. Go see it. If you Go enjoy it. Halloween films. Absolutely. Yeah, that uh, I think it wraps up Halloween ends is a strong recommend from us. And uh, I, uh, I think it's about time for us to head yeah. on into Dave's New Blues. Dave's New Blues! What did that boy buy? It's Dave's New Blues. God, I, I love that jingle still. I really love it too. We were, I was listening to it because Alyssa hadn't heard that part yet. Right. And I put it on and I said something like, oh, it's fucking great. And Quentin heard. And then he's like, it's fucking great. Yeah. And he said it a bunch of times. And I was like, you know what, Quentin? You get this. Yeah. You get it. He knows. You get it. Good for you, buddy. He knows. He's picking up the Chappelle Show vibes without even knowing what Chappelle Show even is. Good for you, buddy. Good for you. But, uh, yeah, we're go- I'll pivot away from horror. And uh, my pick for this week is um, the new steelbook of The Godfather Ooh. on 4K. Ooh. So they re- so they re-released the entire trilogy earlier this year. Yeah. Um, and that pack uh, included three different versions of Godfather 3. Yeah, sure. Which cool because uh, I didn't realize that uh, he recut it. Uh, when it first came out and so the theatrical version has not been seen since the 90s since the early yeah, 90s when it yeah. came out so it included that version included the version everybody's seen and then it included coda which i still haven't seen yeah, but i've already i bought i got the godfather trilogy on dvd i got the godfather trilogy on blu-ray and i don't really need the godfather trilogy on 4k so i was waiting for some single releases and Paramount came through with a beautiful steelbook uh, for all three films. Nice. And I picked up the first one and man, it looks good. Yeah. It looks great in 4k. Like I watched it on blue earlier this year and it looked good, but it wasn't quite there on the 4k TV, but this one really kicks it up a notch. Yeah, man. And I think they remastered it too. They did. And it looks stunning. They remastered it. They uh, redid, like, they put so many hours into fixing this thing. Yeah. So it just looks, it looks gorgeous. And For it's a, a masterpiece. Old movie, and it's, a, it's the greatest film ever made. Yeah. Greatest American film ever made. Yeah. Like, there's no comparison. There's no comparison. Yeah. And just, like, just when he... Like when Bonacera says, like, I believe in America. Oh, like man. it's just, you just, you get all the feels. Yeah. That thing they opens on a banger of a line. They all come streaming back. Yeah. 
and just man what a what a beautiful film now i gotta watch it again Mm. also you need to watch the offer i know i really want to watch the offer people keep telling me to watch that show you really should it's so good i saw the first two episodes and i enjoyed it so i need to go back and rewatch um but i think i'll pick up godfather 2 if they uh if they bring the prices down again, like they did for Indiana Jones recently. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think I need another copy of Godfather three. I think I'm good with the multiple copies I have. I don't hate that movie, but I just, I don't feel like I need to, you don't need to own it another, six I don't times. Think I, need, I don't think I need another one. No. Although we should check out Coda at some point. I would like to watch Coda. Yes. But I need to watch Godfather two again. Cause I haven't seen that in a long time long fucking time yeah i'd probably watch like all three versions of godfather 3 too just to try to like spot the differences i'll let you have that i don't want to do that yeah that's fair tell me out you really want to you want to watch that uh that sophia romance with andy garcia oh man fuck i forgot about that like fuck it's been a dog's age since i saw that movie yeah yeah like i don't remember hating it i remember originally watching it and liking it more than godfather 2 which obviously i was smoking rocks but yeah, buddy i don't remember hating it and it does have it does have that amazing scene with al pacino saying like i was out and then they pulled me back in yeah which it's, i think that was a decent i think that's a that six out of ten pacino that's pretty good yeah it was pretty good <laughs> six 6.5. Thank good. you. Thank you. Thank you. I was pretty proud of it. Pretty yeah, proud that's of it. that's that's an all-timer Pacino line. Like, yeah. That is that goes down in infamy and it's almost worth the price of admission, but it's true. It's, it's just true. you know what? I forgot how much like church drama there is in there. Yeah. And like a lot of fucking like ro- like the Catholic Church Rome bank shit. It's like it reminded me a lot of like Star Wars episode 1 where I had to learn about like trade routes. Like, yeah. I don't fucking care about this government fucking bullshit. Yeah. Like, I don't want this. And I don't want this in my, I don't want this like banking financier shit that I got to learn in my fucking Godfather 3. What the fuck? Oh. (laughs) Just, yeah. That movie's movie's got issues. But to your point about episode one, episode one also has the best lightsaber fight scene in the entire series. Oh, yeah. Worth the price of admission. Worth the price of admission. Hands down. Worth the price of admission. She's got to get through a lot of shit and also one. Oh, and also a very great. Now this is pod racing. My favorite thing in the world. I love it so much. That pod racing scene is really fucking cool. Though. Yeah, it is cool. There's cool so, shit in there. Sebulba's my boy. Sebulba. <laughs> I love Sebulba. But. Uh, you would, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we got off track. The Godfather just amazing like yeah there's been so many Chef's things kiss. that people have said about the godfather that we don't really need to repeat them if you haven't seen it like what are you doing if yeah. you have seen it watch it again and 100%. yeah it looks incredible in 4k watch it 150 times it doesn't matter it's always great wish anybody who tries to be like oh the godfather oh people with this is their favorite movie because it's like it's it's overused no 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 there's a reason it's fucking it's an incredible masterpiece it's because it fucking yeah. is you yeah. list that at number one on all of your lists for all time. It is incredible. Yeah, the best movie ever made. 
bar none. And I told you, James, I really want to get that Funko pop of Michael um, yeah, 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 in yeah. Italy. Yeah. He has like the Tony has like the black eye and he has like the, the slacks. It looks great. I too, please. Yeah. Uh, I will. Well, I was, I, we were really hoping for, uh, for the death of Sonny in Funko pop form. And it's just like, I'm a sure it's coming. riddled with bullet holes. I'm sure it's coming. I will. I don't, I try not to buy too many of the big ones, but if Sonny's corpse, <laughs> I don't have any of the big ones, but if Sonny's corpse, is one yeah, of them, it's going on the shelf. You it's there. That it's one, there, that man. one could park up right beside jaws. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Absolutely. Fucking Lily. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fun friend of the fun podcast. Funko. Funko. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope we just gave you a great idea. Heck yeah. Just give you a great idea. But um, yeah, I think that wrap about wraps us up. I think so. Um, I think we'll have some more spooky movies next time. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think Tony's deep throating the uh, the mic right now, but that's cool. Uh, we'll, talk about a few, we'll talk about a few more spooky movies next time, but maybe we'll talk about spooky. Something, oh my God. <laughs> something a little more dramatic. Or it's like fun. 20 to 12. I'm fucking losing it. <laughs> Tony's Apparently. losing his mind. Apparently, but uh, yeah. So uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you soon. My name is Dave. We'll be thinking of all of y'all when we're on a beach, but uh, yeah, sipping whatever we're Miami vices. Definitely not Miami vices. You're not a little (laughs) bitch like Dave. (laughs) Have you ever had a Miami vice, Tony? Dave, if you say Miami Vice one more fucking time, I swear to God. Miami Vice. I literally just got back from Putacana. Yeah. Drink your fucking Miami Vice and be grateful. All right. I will. (laughs) Full show. Anyway, my name is Dave. And as always, I am here with Tony and and Jimmy. And we'll be seeing you soon, gang. Heck yeah. Take take care. Bye.